From Astoria to the Rockaways, it's time for the Queen's New Yorker. And here is the man giving you all the info, your uber snazzy and jazzy host, Mr. Jason Gacaniho! Yeah! Jason Kelly. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, oh. I tell you, it's getting very, very, very well to have you here again, and it's getting better every time. We welcome you to another edition of The Queen's New Yorker. I'm your genial host and moderator, Jason DiCanio, and this is episode 201 on Tuesday, April 19th, 2022. Yes! Yeah. All right. The 201st episode. Oh, yeah. Ah, seven seasons and 200 plus episodes. Yep. Nah, you can't get any better than that. Nope. And tonight we have a really special treat for you because, you know, we're doing companies that deal with food. We're still always in our food series and we're kind of looking at long history food companies. Well, tonight is no exception to that rule because... This company's been around a long time, founded in the 1800s, actually. Yeah, you'd be surprised that it was actually founded four years before the turn of the, of the decade. That's right. And it's been around a long time, and we love them for their great snack cakes. We're looking at the history of Drake's Cakes tonight on The Queen's New Yorker. Part one, yeah. All right. Yeah, a company. Yeah. <laughs> a company that's 126 years old, and they are a brand of American baked goods. The company was founded by Newman E. Drake in 1896 in Harlem, New York, as the uh, N.E. Drake baking company or the Newman E. Drake Baking Company, but it is now owned by McKee Foods. The company makes snack cake products such as Devil Dogs, Funny Bones, Coffee Cakes, Ring Dings, and Yodels. We all had our taste of them, and my favorite is the Funny Bones and the Devil Dogs. Drake's has traditionally been marketed primarily in the northeastern United States, but it expanded to the mid-Atlantic and southeastern U.S. regions in 2016. And that's how they wound up in uh, various stores down here that I've seen. And it's been pretty good of a stretch. The products are made under the Orthodox Union Kosher Certification Guidelines. 
So Drake's began as the any Drake Baking Company, incorporated on November 14th, <coughs> excuse me, 1896 in New York City and founded by Newman E. Drake. The first bakery was in Harlem at 3638 West 135th Street. Drake's youngest brother, Judson, was working with him at the founding, and his brother Charles was with him in the late business, the later business in Brooklyn. Judson left the business in 1898 for the National Biscuit Company, where he had a long and well-regarded career in bakery management. Charles was a vice president for the Brooklyn business, but he sold his interest and retired in 1907. And at some point, all four of Newman's sons worked in the business. Newman Drake came into this entrepreneurial venture with experience in large-scale commercial baking. In 1888, he joined Vanderveer and Holmes Biscuit Company, and he has become a salesman traveling internationally for this cracker business by 1894. So he was traveling in England on a business in 1893 to 1894 when he observed commercially baked fine cakes sold in grocery stores and he was inspired to bring the idea to America. So by March of 1898, the retailer ads featured Drake's Pound Cakes by brand name in various flavors. The ads stated that the products were baked fresh daily and sold for 17 cents per pound. Then in 1900, retailer ads featured Drake's Layer Cakes with chocolate or vanilla icing at 18 cents. One Drake's ad touted that the price was half of what it would cost to make it at home. And by 1901, retailer ads referred to Drake's celebrated pound cakes and included Drake's macaroons. Then, in the 1890s, the cracker industry consolidated into a multi-tiered fashion. Then in 1898, the three major players consolidated to one large enterprise, the National Biscuit Company, later known as Nabisco. And as early as 1899, but definitely by November of 1900, the National Biscuit Company had purchased the Drake Bakery and referred to the bakery as the N.E. Drake Baking Company branch. Now, retailer ads show that the N.E. Drake's famous loaf cakes continued to sell under the, that brand name at least to December 30th, 1902. The Drake Baking Company was dissolved in 1903. However, National Biscuit Company continued to, to produce cakes and macaroons at the same Harlem bakery at least into 1908, but the products were under brand names other than Drake. For example, Regina, Golden Glory, and Imperial. It is not known how Newman Drake was able to hold on to the Drake brand for later Drake baking enterprises, but National Biscuit Company moved on to other brand names. Now, on December 4th, 1902, Drake reestablished his business as Drake Brothers Company with his brother Charles and his brother-in-law, Frank S. Vreeland. And by at least May 10th of 1903, Drake was operating a bakery at 1006 Wallabout Market in Brooklyn, New York. Newman was president... His brothers, Charles, they was vice president, and sons, John Harold and Walter, were bakers. And by 1904, Newman's third son, Arthur, was working in the business as a salesman. An article covering a Brooklyn food show in April of 1904 indicated that Drake continued to produce pound cakes, macaroons, and other cakes at the Brooklyn Bakery. The firm was noted as having been the first to have produced cakes in large quantities for grocery stores, which must reference 
the origins of the Harlem Bakery. Now, the new bakery was servicing over 1,000 stores in Brooklyn and extended over a large portion of surrounding country. In 1904, Drake Brothers began sales recognition dinners that became grand affairs with speakers, guests, and monetary awards recognizing sales performance. A photograph of the 14th annual dinner in 1917 captures the grand juror of the event held at Silsby and Son Oyster Bar and Chop House in Manhattan, which was established in 1863. With attendees in suits, custom menus on the tables, tuxedoed wait staff, and lavish decor. And then in 1905, Drake opened a bakery in Boston's Roxbury neighborhood at 8385 Savin Street with J. Harold Drake, Newman's son, as manager. The Wallabout Market Bakery expanded in 1909 with the addition into 1704 to 1705 Wallabout Market and the addition of a 16-foot oven. Also in 1909, Drake's commissioned Drake's Cake Walk, sheet music for a rag or ragtime music for piano. Then in 1910, Newman Van Drake, Newman E. Drake's youngest son, joined the firm in Wallabout Market. May of 1913, the Drake brothers announced they would build a new five-story bakery built of brick and concrete on Clinton Avenue in Brooklyn on a lot 80 by 125 feet. The ovens were on the top floor to allow the heat to escape. Mixing was on the fourth floor. Packing was on the third floor. Offices on the second. And shipping and receiving on the ground level as seen in photographs of the facility. The facility had a laundry to clean, the white uniforms, and there was a rooftop garden that served as a break area. Drake Brothers was recognized in a leading advertising magazine of the day for branding and advertising efforts. With much of the products sold by the pound, the products were vulnerable to substitution by retailers. And Drake, uh, Drake implemented pan liners that were perforated with the Drake's brand name so that the product could be identified by the end consumer. Drake's advertised this feature and also made wide use of the trademark on trucks, advertising, and everything that leaves our bakery. A white three-ton truck in the small fleet at the Drake's Boston Bakery was featured in a trucking publication in 1914 for having operated for 14 months without the loss of a day. In 1920 and again in 1927, Drake's added garages to store their fleet of vehicles just down the street from the bakery at 3537 Clinton Avenue and 4143 Clinton Avenue. July 29, 1924, a new corporation was formed as Drake Bakeries Incorporated. Ralph Ward became president of the company. Ralph was the grandson of the founder of Ward Baking Company, a major bakery enterprise founded in 1849 that went on to be Continental Baking and introduced the Hostess brand, developed competitive products like Twinkies, and eventually, after transitioning to Interstate Bakeries Corporation, owned the Drake's brand in 1998, 74 years later, after having made an unsuccessful attempt to gain the Drake's brand in 1986. The preferred shares of Drake Bakeries, Incorporated, were owned by Bessemer Investment Company and the investment arm of the Bessemer Trust, which was founded in 1907 by Henry Phipps from proceeds from the sale of Carnegie Steel, which Phipps founded with Andrew Carnegie. Newman E. Drake and other Drake family members, Ralph Ward and other Ward family investments, B.B. Vanderveer, 
and others were among the closely held group of common stockholders of Drake Bakeries. In 1925, Drake Bakeries advertised with full-page ads a new freshness policy where they would remove products from store shelves after 48 hours. The ad also featured recipes for three Drake's products, highlighting to readers the wholesome ingredients used and how much easier it would be to buy the same product you would make at home from Drake. The ad also introduced the products in cartons, termed the Fresh Cake Package. 1925, Drake's began a series of collectible cards, including two featuring Babe Ruth. These cards had brand information on the back. Drake's baseball cards continued for decades. And also in 1925, work began on a new three-story bakery in Irvington, New Jersey, near Newark. One of the top sellers for Drake's still today, Devil Dogs, was filed for trademark protection in 1926 and shown as first sold in commerce on June 15th of 1926. The owner of the trademark was S. Gumpert Company, Inc. of Brooklyn. Yankee Doodles, which is a chocolate cupcake with cream filling and no icing, was first sold in interstate commerce in 1928 by the Yankee Cake Company of Providence, Rhode Island. The firm built a bakery around that time at 24 Althea Street in Providence. Going now to 1936, Drake's was running ads for Yankee Doodles under the Drake's brand. And around 1937, Drake Bakeries was sharing the building with Yankee Cake Company and later became sole occupant. The old formula book of Drake Bakeries from the late 1930s to the early 1940s references the Providence Bakery. The Yankee Cake Company was stated as a wholly owned subsidiary of Drake Bakeries in a 1941 article. August 28, 1928, Drake Bakeries was purchased by acquisition of common stock by Central Distributors, Inc. Central Distributors was formed March 9th, 1928 by Ralph Ward, his cousin William Ward, and Benjamin Titman as a holding company for food companies. Drake, common shareholders, received shares in Central Distributors, and Inc., Newman E. Drake, and Ralph Ward were signatories of documents related to the purchase. Less than a year later, on August 8th of, 8th of 1929, the Borden Company purchased Central Distributors, Inc., for Borden stock, gaining control of Drake Bakeries, Inc., as it was a company held within Central Distributors, Inc. Ralph Ward became a vice president with the Borden Company in October of 1931, while continuing to serve as president of Drake Bakeries, Inc., without interruption. In 1929, Drake begins advertising that the products were wrapped in cellophane, nothing that shoppers could see, what they were buying, and that was a flavor-sealed package. <laughs> Newman e. Drake, the founder of the business, died March 18, 1930, at 69 years old. One month after its founder's death, his wife Elizabeth Drake and their son Arthur Drake took over to continue running the business in April 1930. Now go to December 1930, Drake's Coffee Cakes still one of the top-selling products, came on the scene in newspaper advertisements that mentioned a radio broadcast that offered to share the recipe. The advertisement is another example of Drake's forward stance promoting product quality. The ad is assumed to be the introduction of coffee cakes because the product is not listed in previous sites. 
Uh, let me see. It's not yeah, uh, listed in previous advertisements, even as late as 1929, that provided a listing of cake products. August 28, 1933, Drake Bakeries Incorporated is established at 2224 North Marshall Street in Philadelphia. In 1941, in addition to the aforementioned Brooklyn, Boston, Irvington, New Jersey, and Providence bakeries, the Philadelphia branch is noted as well as two distribution points in the Bronx and Jamaica, Queens, in an article. Photographs of delivery vehicles for the Philadelphia branch exist, but very little other information has been found regarding this bakery. And by the mid-1950s, an order ticket showing the various straight bakeries does not include Philadelphia Bakery. Drake's participated in the, 1990, in the 1939 New York World's Fair in Queens with Drake's Cakes stand providing cakes to attendees. And during World War II, Drake's production was limited to due to rationing of sugar and shortening. Ralph Ward was president of the Drake Bakeries Incorporated and was the president of the American Bakers Association the American Institute of Baking in the 1942-44 to 44 term and chairman of the War Advisory Committee of the American Bakers Association. By the end of 1949, Drake Bakeries had a bakery at 2130 44th Avenue in Long Island City, New York, in Queens. We'll stop there and pick up on part two this Thursday with episode number 201 on the history of Drake's Cakes. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a two part series because we'll pick up with the fifties and sixties, then the eighties and nineties, go into the two thousands and twenty tens, and finish up with some pop culture. So it'll be a good two part series on that particular note. We hope you have a uh, wonderful rest of the Tuesday night here on the show, and continue to support the show on Anchor and Spotify. And don't forget also to with the Legacy of Queens, where this coming Sunday we'll be looking at a very, very nice gentleman who's been around for quite some time. Has a, he sings, he dances, he acts really funny. He's a comedian. I think he's, well, not really stand-up, but he does a lot of his shows. He does a lot of comedian, comedian work on. And we'll be looking at Tony Danza this Sunday coming up on episode number 45 of The Legacy of Queens. Should be fun. Well... I'm your host, Jason Canio, hoping you had a great night with us here and enjoyed part one of Drake's Cakes. We'll pick up part two on Thursday. Remember, be honest, be real, and keep it simple, stupid kiss. On the Queens, New Yorker, have a great night. Bye-bye. You have been watching the Queens, New Yorker. This is Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio internet presentation thank you for your support